Are you looking at me? I think so. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Take a big gulp. And cue the music. Okay. After my fifth step in 30 seconds. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Hello. I am Alexa. And I am Taylor, and we are Uncorked and Unfiltered. Yes, we are. And we're drinking rosé because it's 100 degrees out. Mm-hmm. Do you know they call rosé um, Hampton's water? I feel like you told me that once, and I love that. I probably did tell you that because I just feel so bougie when I'm drinking rosé. And I don't know why, I guess, because I feel like I'm in the Hamptons. Yeah, it also either reminds me of being in the Hamptons or being in, like, France for some right. reason. Right, right, right. Even but, though we did not drink rosé when we went to Paris. Because it was two degrees. That's true. Yeah, we did go there in January, so. Right. Um, I also love that they call it water because I do definitely drink rosé more than water these days, so. Right. Gotta it stay just hydrated. goes down faster, too. It's, like, yeah. a cool, refreshing water. Yeah. You know what I had over 4th of July weekend? I had a high noon. Have you you ever had it? No, I want to try them. I don't know. Like, I'm back and forth with it. So we got, like, a grapefruit one and a black cherry one. And Taylor knows how I feel about black cherry white claw. It's not my thing. Um, But we got both of those. But when I first had a grapefruit one, we bought it and, like, it wasn't in the fridge. So it, like, I drank the first one. It was, like, kind of warm and put it in ice. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't mm-hmm. that good. But by the time I had the second one, it was very cold and it was better. So okay, it's kind of like that when you have a warm white claw, like, that's not good. Right. Warm drinks in general are never good. I agree. Um, I actually had a different drink over this weekend as well. What'd you do? Drink. So, I think I, I might have told you about it. We tried them down in um, North Carolina, but it's called the Wild Basin Seltzers. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so, I think they're better than White Claw there. I said it. I think they are, too. They're just not as widely, like, spread out. So you're always going to yeah. kind of turn towards White No, but, like, they're super refreshing. They also feel, like, healthy when you drink them. Right. I feel like they're not as bubbly as White Claw. Right. High Noon is like that, but it's also okay. – High Noon is vodka, so it's not really supposed to be oh. – bubbly i guess but yeah there's yeah. like no carbonation yeah the honestly the, like white claws are starting to the bubbles in them i just can't drink them like i used to yeah i just i'm just like i need to take like breaks from it because then i get like tired of it and right. i i love when i when it's like really hot out and i'm craving like a, an ice cold white claw like i i love that feeling but if i'm like drinking mm-hmm. it like every time like i'm drinking then i feel like i'm not craving it as much and I guess right. that's the signs that maybe I should stop drinking, but. Right. But we won't. Right. So we're just going to need to switch around to the different spike seltzers. <laughs> Did you know that they're making um, seltzeries? What's a seltzery? It's like a brewery. Oh, like a winery? Yeah, like a brewery, like a winery, a seltzery. Oh, that's so cool. Right? I know Truly is making one somewhere in like the Midwest. Um, but obviously White Claw will be following shortly after. And I could picture like picture like Bud Light. Well, maybe at Bud Light's um brewery's they're yeah. already doing it. 
But yeah. like, wouldn't that be cool going to like a White Claw with seltzery? That is really cool. Of course, Truly starting. Truly's the worst. Truly sucks. Yeah, I will never drink Truly. I could be in a desert with no water in my body for a week and I still would turn the Truly down. Yeah, I would rather drink my urine. Me too. Boil that shit. It tastes like water. <laughs> it's like the tangerine white claw. Um, <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Truly is not the move for me. Um, so even if they wanted to sponsor us, I would say no. That's actually a joke. Truly. That's um, a joke. If you do want to sponsor us, I will drink Truly every day for the rest of my life. I will name my first child Truly. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be dramatic. <laughs> Not to be dramatic, but I will. <laughs> but I will. I'll do it. Watch me. Oh my god, that is too funny. <laughs> um okay, well I guess we can start off this episode with the saddest news I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Sad Casey, for you. Casey Musgraves and her hubby are getting divorced after being married for two years. Um they both released like joint statements. Um you know, they said the kind of same song and dance where it seemed, you know, like just because of differences and they, you know, they tried working on it and they just realized that they, you know, they, they can't. And they yeah. were like, we've never found a love. We know we'll never find a love like this ever again in our lives. And we're going to be, you know, really special friends to each other forever. We'll see what happens when, you know, right. life goes on. I feel like those are like the worst breakups. The ones where it's like, we just couldn't make it work. It's like, if they cheat on you and shit, like obviously that sucks, but it's like, this person is clearly a piece of shit. So like, fuck them. I hope they die. Mm -hmm. But like, if you just can't make it work with someone that's that you truly like love, that's so sad because it's like, as much as you want to be with them, it's just not working. Yeah, I agree. It's like, and her album Golden Hour, which won Album of the Year at the Grammys um, two years ago, and it just like swept. It's like one of my favorite albums ever. The entire album, she said that he inspired her. Like, and when I listen to all of those love songs, like, I mean, the way she talks about this guy, it's like, I mean, she's also such a good lyricist, but like now to know that like that love is dead, it's just like really hard for me to listen to Butterflies, like one mm -hmm. of her songs, because I'm just like, oh my God. It is, is so all sad. Dead? Yeah. It's sad. I just wonder what happened, but I did notice actually like two-ish months ago that they both deleted each other's pictures off of each other's Instagram. So like any like pictures that they had of both of them, they deleted two months ago. So then rumors were spreading and then nothing came out. So I don't know if like shit went down, but then they tried to, when the quarantine hit, tried to work through it, tried to see like let's work through it and then they couldn't. Yeah. Huh. That's very strange for someone like for them to say we just couldn't make it work. We have irreconcilable differences to delete everything off social media. You know, like I yeah. feel like I feel like you only do that if it's like bad, like if it's a bad breakup. I mean, you never like she was hurt. She went on like a crazy um, worldwide tour. You never mm -hmm. know what might have happened maybe while she was on tour. Um True if someone cheated or if someone grew feeling, you know, if they grew apart, it's just sad. I love her. And he seems True. like, he seems like such a sweet guy too. Obviously I know literally nothing about him except for his Instagram, <laughs> but such a sweet guy. He has three right, dead angel. people in his basement, but such a sweet guy. 
Right. Angel. <laughs> Great guy. <laughs> um, well, hopefully they'll be happier, I guess, separated. Yeah. I feel like it's sad to see this, but I feel like it also shows that they're truly taking a step forward for themselves personally, and they're going to try and move on with their lives. Like, you know, they're like, all right, let's just yeah, stop and try and like move on from it or whatever. I wonder if a lot of like celebrity couples, when they get divorced, they just say irreconcilable differences because they don't, it's so public that they don't want you know, I, agree. I mean, I guess no, I, agree. I guess there are some that like if it's like open cheating or something like that, then they'll straight up say like, yeah, this person was cheating. But like if something random like this happens where you're kind of like, wait, what? They just say like irreconcilable differences because they don't want the world what knowing else are they what happened. Say? Yeah. Right. And I do notice if they are making a statement, then they like you said are saying something like that. When they aren't making a statement, that kind of goes to show you that some something else went more went down like Kelly Clarkson never made a statement. Miley Cyrus and Liam, they never made a statement. And that obviously was messy. Um, So, yeah, very interesting. Who was it? Oh, like Channing Tatum when he was married to that Jenna girl and they had, like, Mm -hmm. kids forever. Yeah. And, like, she said she found out that he was dating Jessie J when he went public with her on Instagram. And then she said something. And she's like, I found out that my husband had a girl – newly ex-husband has a, had a girlfriend like the same time as the rest of the world so obviously they have like some bad blood right yeah relationships are so messy like i can't imagine having the entire world like watching you oh know? yeah That's and everyone commentates pressure. on it like look yeah. at us like we're like oh like we know nothing about these two <laughs> <laughs> and we're like someone cheated for sure 100 percent. i mean um yeah. Okay. Well, sending you love, Casey. I'm obviously yeah, rooting I'm sure for gonna... her. <laughs> right. She's going to write a bomb album, though. I know. I'm, like, about nervous. Like, it stinks because I'm not in a place where I'm, like, I can, like, really relate to a fuck you album. So I would have preferred a more lovey-dovey. But, like, I'll jam out for her. I mean, yeah. Agreed. I do always love a good fuck you album, though, because I feel like it works – not even just with guys. It works with everything. Mm-hmm. Like the weather's raining. Fuck you. I'm going to play this song because I hate the world right now. You know? Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it's raining today. Turn on Misery Business by Paramore. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of country singers, let's talk about Maren Morris. You and I haven't even talked about this. I'm so, I feel so bad for her. I'm so upset. I know. All right. Tell our listeners what's going on. So... I guess she had posted a picture or something of her son and people are just commenting on like people have been trashing her on social media about like what she posts with her son and like calling her a bad mom, I guess. And like giving her so much heat for it. And she just deleted all the pictures then of her son. And I feel like good for her, but I'm also like, I love him. I want to see pictures of him. I think you're a great mom. You're killing it, girl. Yeah. He's so cute. I mean, mm-hmm. I see this happen with, like, every celebrity that has a child. Did yeah. you, I don't know if you saw – if you know the picture that actually set her off the edge, but it was, like, her on this, like, car-looking pool float that was in, right. like, right at, like – it wasn't even really, like, fully deep into, like, a lake or whatever. It was, like, right where um, the shore breaks. And yeah. she had the baby on her lap and was holding a beer bottle. And it was, like, a super cute picture. And, of course, everyone commented, like, a gust of wind and that baby is toast and 
your drinking while holding your, you know, six month old baby and different stuff like that. And her husband actually tweeted. And was I love like, him. Me I too. Love him. And the fact that he backs her up so much too, I'm like, that's goals. Mm-hmm. But he was like, she was on a float with like two inches of water with four people right outside where the picture was taking, taken, like w- making sure to grab the float as soon as the picture was taken, like literally like, I think he was like, go fuck yourselves or like get over it or something. But it's like, it's crazy. Like people on social media are just like ruthless. Like you don't even know her. Right. I'm sorry. Like, are you a five-star parent all the time? No. No. It's everyone crazy. needs to everyone needs to learn to mind their own business. That's the problem with social media. People don't mind their own business. People are like, well, you posted this picture, so now I can comment and say whatever the fuck I want about it. And it's like, no. And what's like, weird, yeah. And what's weird is you wouldn't do that to your own friends. Like right. if someone you know posted that picture, you wouldn't comment that. It's just because you know that she has a lot of followers and nothing's going to happen if you comment in on hers and you're basically being cowardly by just like typing right. it into the comments. Right. It's like, also, do you feel like a bigger person tearing her down? Like, do you really feel good about yourself? Like judging this new mom yeah. and like making her feel like shit in front of the whole world because she had a beer and like was holding her kid. Calm down. Everyone needs to calm down. Yeah, it's literally ridiculous. It's just like, and I feel like that's what bothers me the most. Um, Because it's like, it's one thing when like, I know when you are a public figure and you have, you know, an Instagram or stuff, people are always going to be nosy and get in the way. But I, I more than ever feel bad for them when they're moms, because to have a stranger basically tell you you're not a good mom. I mean, I'm not a mom, but I know that would bother me that you're, you have the nerve to say that I'm not being a good parent. I would be like, so I, I don't blame Marin for just snapping and being like, I'm done because yeah. she's obviously, she's probably a great mom. And to like, to have yeah. to see that, that would get to me too. Yeah. I mean, you don't need the world to comment on your parenting skills. I feel like it's hard enough. And like, where does this holier than thou complex come from that so many people have? I know. I'm sure everyone commenting on that picture has never done anything wrong than ever, never would do anything wrong with their kid than ever. Like, come no on. shot. No shot. No shot. Everyone needs to learn to just like take social media for like the pictures and the life updates, and that's it. Yeah. You don't need to like spread your whole thoughts and feelings all over the world we don't need negativity the world is negative enough yeah i've always said that too it's like just spread positive and insightful stuff if you have really night nothing nice to say don't say it especially on someone else's feed yeah like you're going out of your way to write something mean yeah so stupid that's just mean agreed um i don't like mean people me either. So we feel for you, Marin. We do. We love you. We do. I really do. We I did cry when you performed at Tortuga. We literally did. We looked at each other. We were like, oh. <laughs> I literally looked at you because I was starting to cry and I never really cried. Yeah, me either. And like, not at concerts. I just, like, not at concerts. And I look over at you and like you're wearing your sunglasses, but all I see are like tears streaming down your face. And I was like, Okay, you're crying too? And you were like, yeah, I don't know why. And I was like, 
<laughs> not a good look. We're like on the beach, drunk, wearing like bikinis, just like crying. Burned. We're crying. like these girls are unstable. <laughs> yeah, we probably should not. That's what we learned about loaded coronas, though, and it forever changed my life. Mm-hmm. That's probably why we were crying. We were like just like so worked up. <laughs> Tequila, so you know, happy. and Corona. Oh, not the virus. Yeah, I was about to say the drink, not the virus. Um, all right, moving on. Okay, this is funny. Jessica from Love is Blind has a boyfriend. I am dead about it. After leaving the leaving Mark at the altar, because he's only 24. He's only 24. <laughs> she posted a picture on 4th of July, um, announced, like debuting her new boo. Mm-hmm. He is apparently a foot doctor, and I did stalk his Instagram, and like, it kind of made me want to throw up. For sure. Some of the stuff I was doing. Mm-hmm. It's all like foot surgeries. He should go on. Did you ever see there's that show on TLC and it's called My Feet Are Killing Me? No. Is that like a foot show? It's a foot show where like people have all these weird like foot ailments. TLC is the best channel to watch the weirdest shit. That's where yeah. like, the people from the corners of the earth come on this show with the weirdest shit to talk about. I mean, that it, channel, yeah. that channel has everything. Yeah, it really does. Like, I didn't even know that was a show. Mm-hmm. Dr. Pimple Popper started on TLC. Oof, My feet are killing me. But anyway, he should be on that because what his Instagram shows me is disgusting ass feet. But did you see someone commented on it? No. On the picture? Someone commented and goes, is he 34 or 24? And Jessica commented back and goes, he was 34 at the time of filming, so it turns out that's exactly what I was looking for. And then, like, the crying, laughing emoji. And then she goes, thanks for asking. Like, like Jess, what? he's trolling you, number one. Also, why are you number talking one. about the age when you were filming? Like, that was, like, almost two years ago. It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, so, like, are you guys the same age? I guess they're the same age because she was 34 during filming and he right. was 34 during filming. That's just a weird way of saying it. Yeah. And like, I, I, it's, I can't hear again that you were 34. Like, it's engraved in my brain. Like, I can't. I think on my tombstone, I wanted to say, Mark is only 24. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, so ridiculous. Who knows if that shit will last? I don't know what, what type of death wish this guy has. Mm. I wonder like, if I he watched the show. Had to it. Or maybe, actually, no, maybe he didn't. And that's why he's still dating her. Right. I feel like I feel like I would watch it. If I like knew I was dating someone that was on like a reality show, Me too. I would watch the show. Because everyone that did watch it would always come up to me and I would want to be in the know if like they're doing right. digs or making fun or something. Like I wouldn't right. want to be blind. Right. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be like, <laughs> punny, you're punny. Thanks. I would want to be like, no, I'm sorry. I don't watch reality TV. I would be like, yeah, I saw what the fuck he did. Like, we've talked about it. And I think he's an asshole. Right. Okay. <laughs> and that's my opinion. Thanks. Congrats on opinion. your new love. <laughs> Thanks. I, I mean, good for Jessica, I guess. But doesn't he live in California or something? Yeah. So I feel like she might have moved out there for some reason. Like, after all of this dropped, I feel like she might have moved out oh. there. But I could have also made that up completely. Maybe. Um, maybe. We'll see if that lasts. I mean, I don't know anything about him. So maybe he's a weirdo. 
Honestly, he could be. Right. He's a foot doctor. I feel like foot doctors are like, I feel like you have to have a little bit of a foot fetish to be a foot doctor. Yeah, I guess. That's a good point. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, who wants to just look at feet all day? Not me. Well, he probably makes banks, so that makes it easier. True. True. Well, congrats, but Jessica. I know. Good for her. Hopefully, she did find love. And in this case, it was not blind. <laughs> no, it was not. She fully judged him. So. <laughs> Okay, so you have a bachelor fact for me, right? Yeah. So I was talking to um, Sam. Shout out, Sam. Hey, Sam. Um, Remember last week how we were talking about the Bachelor Mansion and how we were kind of confused as to why they weren't filming there again? Yeah. And they just weren't traveling or whatever, and they would just stay at the mansion? Right. Well, apparently, the mansion is owned by, like, a private family, and, like, so ABC doesn't own that house. So every season The Bachelor is filmed, the family moves all of their furniture out, moves themselves out for however many months, and, like, lives somewhere else. Wow. Right? Interesting. Yeah. I was like, no. I, I don't know why I thought, like, ABC owns the place or something. Yeah. Or I definitely didn't think... I thought maybe it was something like, yeah, someone could rent out on off season or something, but I definitely didn't think it was like a family legitimately lived there and then moved out. Like, right. Like that's a lot. Like they must be, are they getting like a lot of money for that? Cause that's a fucking hassle. (laughs) That I don't know. I I would assume ABC pays a good amount. The name of the guy who owns the mansion one, I guess it's his family too, is Marshall Harridan. Okay. The house is called Villa de la Vina. Mm. I feel like that means the house of the wine, and I love it. <gasps> yes. Right? Yes. Um, so, yeah, they move out. I can tell you how much the mansion's worth. Sure, why not? Um, the home was listed in 2008 for $8.75 A couple pennies. Right. Like, I couldn't really afford that, but, like, who could? So, do you think – oh, sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say that's just crazy. It is. But, like, do you think they just didn't want – like, I wonder, like, why then it's not being filmed there? Like, what was the whole reason behind it? Do you think the family didn't want to leave? I think it's from the Rona. They probably don't want people in their house. Right. And they probably were like, sorry, guys, you guys just got to figure out somewhere else to go this year because – and, like, I don't really blame them. That's 24-plus people being in your home that, like, you're not going to have – like, you're not going to know if they've been, like, following the rules and stuff. Yeah. And that's also not forgetting the, the crew. And I'm sure there's some rooms that the crew sleep in and stuff. Right. And so you have probably at least 20 crew members there every day. So, yeah, they're probably like, mm, can we not? Thanks. Right. I just was like, that's so insane. I, 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 I don't know. I always thought that like it was kind of like the Playboy Mansion. Me too. Where, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely didn't know. I definitely didn't know that like, or ever would think that a family like actually lived there. Like, could you imagine have like being like, oh, I'm going to over to a friend's house, and you roll up and you're like, wait a second, this looks familiar. That's crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Wow. Good fun fact. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Interesting. I'm excited for it to come back. I'm going to give it a whirl, even though I'm more excited for Matt's season, but 
I know. I just need, like, I'm nervous for reality TV this fall. There's right. really nothing for me to watch. Right. Well, now that Vanderpump has been. Right. I did start, though, a new series um, on Netflix. Actually, we started at 4th of July at night because we were kind of tired, but, like, we weren't ready to stop drinking. So, like, mm-hmm. we were just hanging out with it's called unsolved mysteries on netflix oh my god i saw that i want to start that is it good okay it was so good but like it truly is like if you are expecting there to be results don't because i literally was like oh i see there has to be some explanation at the end like i get the unsolved mysteries and like maybe it's like 20 years later they crack the case no 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 it's they're all still like open cases okay so going in know that like they're just describing the case in full but at the end of it it's it's still unsolved they literally like the message at the bottom says if you have any information regarding this like contact us at like unsolved.com or something oh see that would bother me because i love seeing like i'm still probably gonna watch it because i love that stuff regardless but that does stink it was very frustrating, especially because the first one was so – the first episode was so good. Like, you have to watch it. We'll talk about it. Okay. Because I literally – I have a theory, but we'll talk about it. Okay. I'll have to watch it. Ooh. Yeah, I recommend. Yeah, I saw that, and as soon as it popped up on my Netflix, I was like, definitely going to be watching that. It's a good one. Did you also hear <laughs> Kanye West now wants to run for president? Yeah, this is like, isn't it like the sixth time he's announced that? Like, I feel like it's all he announces. I mean, probably. Like, what else is he doing? I'm just confused, though, because I thought him and Trump were, like, friends. Well, that's, like, the theory where people think that, like, they have a deal and he's announcing it so that the votes get more split and mm-hmm. people will, like, not vote for Biden, kind of, and, like, vote for Trump. For, um, Kanye and then like it'll help like Trump win I mean obviously yeah. that's just a theory because yeah he is really chummy with Trump um right. and then Elon Musk was like you've got my vote <laughs> oh my god well of course they does he Elon Musk named his child x something something xxaavv spaceship yeah. rocket <laughs> I don't really trust his opinion yeah it's just <laughs> But then what was funny is after he, like, announced – Kanye announced that, like, all different celebrities were just, like, going on their Twitter and Instagram being, like, I'd like to announce that I'm running for president. Oh, and, my God. And just kind of, like, trolled it to kind of be, like, I'm running too. Um, That's so funny. Yeah. I think a lot of people didn't appreciate it because, obviously, tensions have been high with the election coming up. So the last thing they want is some person just coming in being, like, yeah, I'm doing it. And it's, like, seriously, stop. <laughs> yeah just like take a step back i also did hear though another theory was he has an album coming out soon so of like, course yeah it's like really good pr i guess that would make sense the only thing i have to say is like kim k would you know rock it as the first lady <laughs> oh my god could you imagine <laughs> i honestly i could i could like i really could imagine her in the, I mean, she's already been in the White House so much working with her, um, you know, her prison reform and helping True. Um, innocent people get freed, but I could so see it. I mean, it's just like everything makes sense as she like um, has been studying for the bar and she's just trying to get like a whole like other like politics side of her going. I'm like, she, they're just, it's going to happen one day. 
It probably honestly will, and that's scary. Very scary. Like, he's a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is. Trump, though, so, like, whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're all crazy, but. Everyone's crazy. Yeah. Um, Just Kanye. Anyone that wants to run for president is crazy. Like, why do you want that? I know. My dad and I always talk about that. And he's like, it is literally the worst job in the world. Like, Mm -hmm. he's like, I would never, ever want this job ever. Like, everything falls on you. You ever seen, like, the before and after pictures of, like, someone when they were, like, elected into office and then when they left office? Yeah. They look wrecked. Like, Obama, good-looking dude, entered into office, you know, like, fresh – Everything like good, bright face, leaving mm-hmm. office like insane, like different person. That shit drained him. You literally age at least ten years. Yeah, and you're only in there for like four. Yeah, I guess if you have a double term, but yeah. Well, then you age twenty years. <laughs> no, literally though, it's bad. Yeah, I definitely I just never want. I had no. I have no desire to ever be president. No. And I feel like there's just so many, like, secrets and, like, so much stuff that they know that they don't tell us. Well, all politicians are crooks. Like, well, yeah, you, you can't really become a successful politician if you're not a liar and yeah. a crook. So, yeah. But we've all accepted that. You know, they're all like <laughs> that. So. We have all moved on from it, even though I'm a little bitter about it. So. Right. I'm a little bitter about it. But, you know, take your pick. Not a lot of good options here, but pick the right one. Kanye what is his his slogan did you hear it it's like 2020 vision oh my is it really I think that was like he did like that hashtag I think at the end of what at the end of his tweet or something like that and people were like this could be a potential like slogan and in the back of my head I'm like that's actually really clever um that was my Instagram caption on New Year's Day this year so I think he needs to credit me <laughs> oh my god Kanye we're coming for you Kanye um I patented that shit so that'll be six million dollars thank you can I take like a quarter of that because I took the pick of course cool absolutely thank you we'll talk okay it's <laughs> <Text> me after <laughs> oh, so we'll see what happens with that I guess um but okay so to end this episode, I found something kind of funny that I think it would be fun for us to talk about. I don't know if you've ever seen like these articles where it's like non-Americans will share the the most bizarre things that America's Americans think are normal, but they find like so weird. Oh, I love these kind of things. Oh my god, I found one and I was cracking up. Hit I was me like, with are it. we weird? Okay, so we're not weird. They're weird. Right, definitely. Okay, so something was asking everyone, what do you do when you first meet them? I live outside the U.S. and realize that there are some people I've known for years and I still don't know their job. I think in the U.S. jobs are a bigger part of a person's identity than in some other places. Screaming from the rooftops, though, T, because this shit is true. Mm-hmm. It you, is. You know when, like, we used to go out to the bars and, like, meet guys. Like, I feel like the second thing that they would ask is, like, so what do you do? Or, like, we'd hey. be like, so what do you do? Or, like... Whenever we just meet someone or, like, we meet people on vacation or something, we're always like, so what do you do? And it's so true because, like, it's been embedded in us as Americans that, like, that's just, like, one of, like, the top things that matter. 
Yeah, it's like your first three questions. What's your name? Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, I think it's so funny over there because it's like, doesn't really freaking matter what my job is. I like what's more important is that like I'm like living my life and we're like, what do you do, robot, robot? <laughs> what's your job? How much money do you make? Yeah. Yeah. No. America's too focused on like we're just too fast paced, too much like go, 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 too much like centered around our jobs. Yeah. We need to take a page out of the Europeans because we the right do. Way. And it's our society's fault. It's the government's fault for not changing it up. Like Europe has taken like great strides and like do, giving like a better quality of life to their people and just changing like the days you need to work and your vacation days and like having like siestas and stuff. It's like we don't like all we do is work. Yeah. Nine to five, Monday through Friday. And make the, the Italian, same amount of money. Yeah. The Italians go in at like nine. They take a break at noon. From like noon to three, they nap. And then from like three to six, they work. Yeah. I could do that. I could do that. I see that for myself. I fully see that for me. <sighs> Annoying. Um. Okay, this is funny. So they say American accents. Everyone thinks that their accent is normal, but I've met Americans who think that they have no accent and theirs is like the baseline somehow. So they're basically <laughs> saying like, we have an accent. Like it's not, we, we think like American, they, we all, I kind of feel like an American accent is like the one that's like the not accent and then everyone else has accents. Right. I agree. But not even the American because Southerners have like a very heavy accent. Right. And like some so like just North, us. Right. Like the Midwest has like a very interesting accent. So essentially it's like this little group on the East Coast, like minus Boston. I love you, Tori. Nothing against you. But like <laughs> the Boston's got a very heavy accent. Yes. And I guess California doesn't really either. So it's either right on the coast on either side, it seems. Right. But like yeah. only down to like DC from like Rhode Island, Connecticut down to like DC. There's no accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. But I think that's so funny that they are like, no, yo, you guys have accents. <laughs> like, it's like, no, we don't. <laughs> like, you don't. It's like, yeah, you do. Um, this one I thought was interesting that the entire traffic has to stop when a school bus stops. Um, um, it, it does. Yeah. I think that's, I don't think that's a bad thing. So I think that's like safety. And I would like to know what country wrote in this one um, and where you guys aren't stopping for school buses. Right. Like, are you just speeding past the children getting on the bus or like, what's the situation there? Yeah. Um, I wonder if like we've had to make it a law because Americans are idiots and will hit children mm. while maybe in Europe or wherever this is they have respect and know right. if they need to stop or if they can like slowly go around and it doesn't need to be like a written law. Right. Mm, that's interesting. But also I feel like Europeans drive crazy. So like. Right. So right. yeah, jury's out on that one. Yeah. Um, this one's crazy. Being able to vote before reaching the legal drinking age. So true. So true. You can like vote and you can go to war, but you can't have a beer at the bar. Riddle me that. Doesn't really make much sense. Um, no sense. At all. None. When you think about it, that's like pretty wild. Right. Like I would like to vote and then go to the bar to celebrate me voting. Yeah. Taking a shot. Yeah. America. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
this next one makes me sad and makes me think I will be leaving America. Um, in America, my maternity leave was six weeks unpaid and I had to fight them on not shorting me because I went past my due date and didn't keep working until the day I went into labor. And in Europe, maternity leave is a minimum of 15 weeks. Oh, shit. Maybe I'll, like, move to Europe, get pregnant, have the baby, be over there for 15 weeks, and then come back here, and then get maternity leave here. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think I'm going to do that as well. If you want, maybe we yeah. can, like, sync our pregnancies so we can just have a little, like, baby moon over so in Europe. Cool. So down. It really is, like, kind of crazy that they don't, like, cover. Like, maternity six leave. weeks is actually crazy. I know. It sounds like a lot when you're not pregnant and with child. But I could imagine just, like, squirting a human being out of my body and being, like... Squirting a human being out? Is that how it goes? I don't know. I've never (laughs) been in the room. (laughs) Um, And just being like, oh, shit, I got to go to work in, like, six weeks. Yeah. I'll probably be, like, my second thought. I'll be like, wow, my baby's adorable. I have to go to work in six weeks. I know. Like, that's really scary. And for people that, like, genuinely have to go back to work because if they're not going to get paid, it's like... And, like, a fourth trimester is a real thing. Like you are in like a postpartum like recovery for Mm -hmm. like a full three weeks after your pregnancy, after you give birth, like minimum. So that's just like actually insane. Yeah. That they, that you, you're not covered for very long at all. I'm not surprised. Yep. Um, calling a main course an entree in other parts of the world. Entree always refers to as an appetizer. I actually did know this. Really? Yes. So I was watching Below Deck Med a few seasons ago. Mm-hmm. And the chief stew came in. And she was like, they're ready for their entree. And he was like, or um, they were they had a debate over the entree and like the first course or something. Mm-hmm. And the chief stew was saying, no, you haven't. Or you brought their entree out already. And he was like, no, I didn't. I've only brought out their appetite or their first course, something like that. Right. There was a confusion. The chef said in America, they call it an appetizer. And then the entree is the main meal and we're serving Americans right now, but everywhere else in the world, they call the entree the first like the appetizer. So interesting. Yeah. I think I just explained that really confusing because no, I got it. But I did. I did get it though. Um, Very interesting. It's so weird why it was switched over here because I kind of feel like we followed other countries, um, you know, like titles and names and stuff when it came to restaurants and brought it over here. So it's weird how that got fucked up. I think we just like really make up our own rules. Yeah, which is a problem. (laughs) Right. Um, This one I find actually hysterical. So identifying as your heritage instead of your nationality Americans will say that they're Italian, German, Polish, etc. when they don't even speak the language and have no connection to anyone in that country. In other parts of the world, people just identify with the country that they were born in or if they, if they spent a huge significant of time um, at, at a specific country. Right. It really is so true. Like, it's so true. I feel like as Americans, we're like, I am 25% Lithuanian. I'm a little bit of German. I'm like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And it's like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> I know. I know. I saw – it's funny, though, that this was on it because I saw this quote 
uh, somewhere circulating the internet this weekend, and it said America is the only country where you can come and you will be an American. Like, if you move to Italy, you'll never be an Italian if you're born in a different country. If you move to Greece, you'll never be Greek. Like, you'll, like, you can only come from or come to, like, you can come to America as, like, a Greek person or as an Italian person and, like, assimilate into being an American. But as, like, an American or as, like, an Italian person going to Greece, you'll never be Greek because you were never born in Greece. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then what's interesting is in the country where you're, it's the only place you're allowed to really, like, say, we don't say it anyway. <laughs> like, yeah. We then say the other yeah. countries that we have, like, yeah. really no connection to. We're, like, embarrassed to be, like, we're from, we're American. We're, like, actually, I'm, like, 30% this. Right. It's, like, that doesn't this. matter. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. But also so so on brand. America is just so fucking weird. I love it. Yeah. Really, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was interesting. Cash bail. The concept of paying bail has always seemed ludicrous to me. Here in the UK, everyone is bailed automatically unless they are seen as a significant risk or a severe danger to, to others with like murder or whatever. Cash bail is literally making extortion part of the justice system. Not only this, but it gives an unfair edge to the very wealthy who can afford to be bailed out for even the most heinous of crimes. I like snapped when I heard this because this is like <laughs> fucked up. Like I didn't yeah. realize other countries – don't didn't have, have like it was just like you know if you're arrested for something like minimal you're right. released and then they just like bill you for the bail like right and this guy had it so right like it really is setting you up to fail if you're from a lower income or something and like mm-hmm. you can't just pay your way out like that's fucked up no i honestly i didn't know that either and i fully agree it's very interesting i guess I I also think America's prisons are not the best. Like, I feel like so many other countries try to, like, reform prisoners and we just, like, lock people up. Right. Yeah. Not to mention lock people up that are innocent, but, like, that's a whole nother that's a topic. Story. We don't have time on this podcast. Um, we that. don't have time, but, yeah, it really just, like, that – reading that, like, got me, like, really worked up. I was like, wow. So this really is, like, a broken system over here because – like, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. But we're broken. Right. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, I think you knew, you definitely knew this before. So to- toilet stall, stall, I can't speak. Toilet stalls where not only can people peek inside, but an adult person can crawl into your cubicle because there's so much space under the door. Ew. Like, that's not, like, you know how, like, we have, like, you can, like, either look through the crack and literally could see the person on the toilet mm-hmm. if you wanted. We could crawl underneath. Like, that's not really like that in other countries. It's, like, an actual, like, room or it's, like, full doors. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we kind of got the short end of the stick on that one, but it's not right. really fair. I yeah. hate it. That's why I don't be in public. Yeah. Not enjoyable. Mm-mm. Um, and then let me see if there's one more for me to say. Hmm, this is a good one, and Don. Willingly putting yourself massively in debt for a college degree. I come from a place with free university, which has its own drawbacks, of course, but the fact that you can make such a huge life-altering decision at 17 and then have to be paying for it for the rest of your life just seems downright bizarre to me. Yeah. 
Because, like, it's true. In other countries, like, college is free. Yeah. I just, I don't know. The whole college is free thing, I, I don't. I don't understand how that would ever really work. I mean, I guess people do it. Yeah, I mean, it works in other countries. Yeah, I just, like we kind of talked about earlier in our earlier point when we said, like, America is so work-based. I Mm -hmm. wonder how, and, like, money-oriented, I wonder how free colleges would work. Like, would it be the same education all across the board? Or would, like, the free colleges, the education be a little bit, subpar compared to other ones right yeah I mean it should be the same like if other countries are doing it why can't we but it could all tie into why we have why America specifically is such like a career-driven country because you have to go to college pay so much money and then you got to work really hard to pay it off type of thing so that may just be like the whole cycle of it well right in Europe, you know, you can go to university for free. And so then obviously the next step is to just to go to work and there's not like any type of urgency because that's just kind of how your life is going. And it's not like you had to like bet your whole life savings on it or anything. Right. I also want to know like who is paying for the college over there then? Cause like nothing in life is free. Right. Like, I nothing. mean, I guess the government, like, cause you know, Canada has like universal health care. Yeah. So then who pays for the, that, who pays the government for that? The people, right? Like, yeah, but they don't have like, it's not like Canada has like insane taxes. It's like, so then, like, how are they doing it and why have we not learned from it yet? I don't know. I'm annoyed about it. Um, I don't understand. I don't either. I think America has a lot to learn. But we also do a lot of really good things, too. We do, yeah. This was just, like, interesting stuff. Um, It was. It got a little, like, more, like, intense at the end with, like, the facts. But, like, I mean, every country is different, but it is interesting to see, like, how I feel like America specifically is, like, so different than other countries. Right. I wonder if it is because we have taken so many different cultures and, like, this is just how kind of mesh them all together and like this is, was the product of it that's a good point actually yeah maybe we should become president co-president oh my god do you think that's a thing um i don't know listen we should tweet it because kanye if kanye can do it we can do it right right i know uh, <laughs> they should have know. to take like a mental health exam to become president I feel like they technically do, but it's, like, all, like, fake anyway. Everything's fake. hmm And that's life. Um, but, that's- <laughs> yeah, I guess that kind of, like, wraps up this podcast. Um, actually, Taylor and I, we have, like, a really fun podcast coming to you next week. Um, we have, like, some guests coming onto our show, which should be great. Some guests that we have known for a very long time. Yeah, we're excited. Ironically um, enough, yeah. Yeah, so that should be a good time. We're looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining. Uh, follow, Make sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Our Instagram is at uncorked underscore unfiltered and our Twitter is at uncork underscore podcast. Right comment on this tell your friends about it love us forever (laughs) stay hydrated everyone and drink wine